Don't close your eyes and don't try to hide For a silly spook may sit by your side Shrouded in a dark disguise They pretend to terrorize When windows come out to socialize Welcome, foolish mortals. You have stumbled into the graveyard and discovered the Grim Grinning Guys, Walt Disney World Planning Podcast. We are your ghost hosts this evening. I'm Matt. I'm Derek. I'm Craig. And I'm Josh. <laughs> Please stay calm. The room is not actually stretching. And go ahead and pull down on those safety bars because we won't be doing that for you. Gentlemen, this is truly a milestone. It's a milestone of all milestones. Hep- episode, on episode 195, as we had our special guest join in yeah. uh, with the intro. It's a first on Grim Grinning Guys. Yeah, thanks for letting me know. I was supposed to say my name there. <laughs> jo- I mean, Josh, do you feel honored that you were able to chime in there? I do feel honored. Well, we have our good friend Josh from Easy WDW. Dot com. You can find that at www.easywdw.com uh, for all your planning needs. What, Derek? That was, you said easywdw.com, and then you said you can find that at www. Yeah, you got to put the www. I don't think that's necessary anymore. Well, we're advanced. For we're some advancing. Of, for some of our listeners, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Okay. Uh, episode 195, as we continue the Imperial March toward the grand finale coming up here in just a few short weeks. Uh, everybody, we we know you're quarantined at home, and we're hoping that on this Thursday afternoon, we can bring you some some fun, Disney fun town, fun times. Yeah, this, this is the episode <laughs> for that. Yeah, you called the right guy. <laughs> Mr. Fun himself. depressing to say about Disney World. Well, Josh, uh, you know, the parks have been closed for a few weeks now, and as was announced... Earlier this week, uh, they are closed indefinitely. What have you been doing? Uh, you're, you are continuing to publish new content on the blog, and, and in spite of what some on Twitter have said, that uh, he's not allowed in the parks. This is just backdated <laughs> reporting. So, Josh, what have you been doing with yourself? Well, truth be told, my life has probably changed a lot less than most people since I work from home and live alone and hate going out i've pretty much just been uh keeping to myself well that's good uh craig you got any questions here as we get things started for josh so so clarification again you you're not allowed in the parks not officially but that has been the case for some time (laughs) (laughs) uh derek you got any questions for josh i don't know uh, well, Josh, we're, we're going to have Josh on for the next couple of shows. Uh, we're going to keep him on hold uh, until Monday. Is that right, Craig? Yeah, yeah. He's he, gonna, doesn't, he doesn't have to stay at your house. Oh, he's going to be on hold? Yes. Okay. Uh, he's calling in to us from Orlando, Florida. And uh, Josh, just, I mean, go ahead and tell our listeners, because, uh, you know, they're getting our perspective here in Middle Tennessee. What, uh, what are things like there in the Orlando area now that everything is kind of closed down? Well, probably about as depressing as it is where you are. <laughs> There's not a whole lot going on. Well, yeah, we're about the same here. But there's usually not a lot going on uh, here in Centerville, right, there. That's true. We have to go to other towns to have fun. So, you know, one question I've got, uh, you know, I have some friends who are going, are supposed to go to Walt Disney World at the end of May. 
Uh, some that are supposed to go in June. And obviously the question that, that we've been asked is, and not that we have any insight into this, but when do you think the parks are going to be open? Do you think we'll still be able to go on our trip? Uh, we had our in-house lawyer who's on retainer, Douglas T. Bates the fourth year, a couple weeks back. Uh, he speculated that when they do reopen, um, there will be some changes. So, Josh, again, we're just curious as to what you think. We're going to spitball some speculation today. We are not spitting on each other. That's true. And we will quote you on everything you say. Yes. Uh, but we're just curious, in your opinion, when do you think the Walt Disney World theme parks and just the Disney parks in general will reopen? Because right now they have not set a definitive date. Well, Disney is obviously not even speculating themselves by not giving any date whatsoever. Universal reiterated today that they were committed to closing through April 19th, but with the governor and the president basically telling everybody to stay at home until the end of what is it now, April? May 2nd, I think, is the day they're saying. So if you had asked me three days ago, I would have told you that I would have expected Disney World to open on May 1st, which is a lot earlier than a lot of people had been thinking that they were going to reopen. But it seems to me like people were just getting so antsy and just so ready to get back out there that we were going to push through this thing one way or another. But it seems like the rhetoric just in the last couple of days has gotten a lot more grim. So you'd have to think at this point, maybe we're looking at June. Wow. So if you were to get you thinking June, beginning of June, because I know that Disney is accepting, they're not accepting dining reservations until June 1st, correct? That's what I read. Yeah. June 1st is the day currently that they're accepting reservations. They would certainly accept as many people as they can get before then if they were going to open. But there's just so many different ways to look at it from a from a PR perspective is a big part of it. Disney does not want to open too early because they don't want to look like they care about money more than they care about health. Mm-hmm. But they were also a little later to close the parks than a lot of other places. So they also want to open, obviously, early enough to make as much money as possible. So I, I don't know. Disney used to be a big mover and seemed to drive what other companies were doing but they were late to the game to announce the closure in the first place they announced the extension of the closure after universal by a couple of days and now they're not telling anybody anything until further notice doesn't obviously help a whole lot of people i think right now for them less is is better i think they're trying not to i don't know if they're really trying to to maybe just stay clear of the, the politics side of it for now or or what but or maybe they're just trying not to scare people any more than they have to besides what they see on the news every day yeah certainly but it's going to take people some time to make new 
travel plans and it's going to take time for the airlines to ramp back up. I saw that the TSA processed 146,000 people on Tuesday through the airports compared to 2 million on the same day last year. So we're talking about an 85% reduction in travelers already. And that's going to be slow to ramp up. And if Disney, you know, come May 7th or May 8th, says that they're going to open May 14th, the only people who are going to be able to swing that are going to be local visitors who may still be wary of traveling. So with so much up in the air, it's just they don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows as terrible of an answer as that might be. Well, if they say May 14th, I'll be there because I currently have a pop century reservation for the 13th through the mm. 17th that I've not canceled yet. So it's just crazy because again, they have to, this thing is changing so quickly that you have to make plans far out, but at the same time you have to see what's like, you know, Virginia, the governor of Virginia has pretty much shut down Virginia until June the 10th. Uh, I saw where the uh, mayor of Toronto has canceled all public gatherings up through June 30th. So it's wow. one of those things where this has certainly been one of, uh, a situation where you know certain people have set certain precedents and others have followed suit. It's going to be interesting to see if Disney is one of the more, uh, I guess you could say, aggressive people. Say you know what we're going to shoot to sh- shoot to open on May 14th, or we're going to shoot to open on June the first. When you have others that have kind of closed further out, I don't think they. I mean, they're such a large corporation that I mean that's a good thing when things are good. But it's a bad thing when bad, when things are bad like they mm-hmm. are right now. So I don't think they they don't want to commit too far into the future, and then have people plan like like Josh is saying, plan too far out where they're not going to come for a few months. Mm-hmm. But that may be the case anyway, right? Just out of fear, but I don't know. Josh, and, and you may not know, you may not have traveled over there, but is there anything at all going on at Disney? I mean, is there any construction? Is there any, is everything just completely shut down? Other than a very minimal amount of security, they're not doing anything at least visible from the street or from the various helicopter flyovers that you can see now right. most days. They had a nice thing today about the security cast members still raising the flag no, on that's great in in town square which was certainly a nice photo op a nice story to run today but construction is shut down they're laying an incredible number of people off they're paying cast members the minimum hours a lot of especially in construction a lot of that money is overtime none of which is being paid Disney is committed to paying cast through April 18th, but come April 19th, who knows what they're going to do. I guess it depends on how much money they can get from the government to send towards those people versus unemployment. I mean, the bottom line is that it's it's completely devastated our economy. Like I walk around my complex and on a Monday morning on a Monday afternoon, 80 or 85% of the cars are gone because the people are at work. They're 
doing their thing and now I walk around and they're 95% here because there's no jobs, there's nothing to do, the universities are closed. Uh, and not to put you on the spot, but do you have any cast member friends or acquaintances that you've spoken to about this, uh, kind of what they're going through right now? Yeah, it's 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 worrisome because you don't know what's going to happen and they don't have a lot of options. It's not like if Disney says, well, we can't pay you April 19th, we'll have you back when we reopen maybe in six weeks from now. It's not like there are other jobs that those right. people can apply for for a few weeks. The estimation is that Disney will continue to pay out the minimum amount, get as much help from the government as possible, and also taking into account how difficult it would be to hire new cast members that they lose with the training and whatnot. But this is halted construction, and it's costing Disney an, an incredible amount of money to be paying people who aren't working their jobs and bringing in no revenue. Uh, that That's the thing that just kind of gets me is how, the amount of money that Disney is losing every day uh, because we're not just looking at one park. We're looking at the whole Disney bubble uh, here, overseas, uh, all their other other entities. I mean, how, I, I mean, it's just, there's no way you can, can imagine how much they're losing. And like you said, but yet they, they're still paying uh, for for a little bit here, uh, those employees still. So they just, you know, I, I noticed where Iger and and they they took a, a pay cut, which is probably they're still making multi million dollars, but still the it was nice of them to do that. But it's just amazing to think how much money they are losing, and, and they can't afford to, like you said, to, to even do any kind of construction or anything continuously because the money's just not there. Yeah. So uh, I wish I had a. A funny joke or something. To <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? But you, you can't. You can't even really joke about it. So <laughs> it's 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 really rough down here at the moment. It, our entire economy is based on tourism, mm -hmm. and this is going to trickle down for years because we're not collecting the twelve and a half percent hotel tax on all the rooms mm -hmm. that are vacant. We're not collecting the six and a half percent sales tax because there aren't the tourists buying all of the junk that you guys buy. <laughs> so the, the the budget is going to be slashed once Disney reopens. It's going to be a very slow, in my estimation, ramping back up to where we were just six weeks ago. I, I've been talking about crushing Hollywood Studios crowds you know for months <laughs> and now I get I guess I get to change my tune to where there's going to be nobody there for at least a few weeks with your May trip uh, I don't know how much is still up in the air with travel airplane tickets and whatnot I mean your flights could be canceled mm -hmm. all, all sorts of things could change with Josh, when they do open, do you feel like it will be a staggered opening? Do you think it'll be just a full bore, doors wide open, everybody come back? Or, or yeah, well, that was what I was going to say. Do you think we'll see any kind of operational changes? Uh, you know, will will there be a cap on how many people they let into the park, or 
Do you see anything like that taking place? I'm sure they're working on it, and I suppose it depends on how long they wait until they end up opening it all. Like, potentially, they could open up a little earlier, and they could do every other row on Living with the Land or every other seat it shows, you know, that sort of quote-unquote social distancing. But at the same time, there are people who will tell you the virus sits on surfaces for two weeks and can travel 27 feet through the air and then the people who do travel to Disney World are getting right back on an airplane and traveling back across the country back internationally to wherever they've come from after running into thousands of people I mean how do you realistically keep people at Disney World six feet away from each other even if you're only seating every other table, even if you're seating every other row. I mean, just think about ordering at Cosmic Rays. Right. Like, you have people coming up for free cups of water with mobile order toppings, bars, on and on and even, on. Even standing in the queues. I mean... Yeah, how do you fill in yeah. all the available space, Josh? <laughs> yeah... Please social distance. <laughs> we may not hear that anymore for a while. Uh, I would guess by the by the time they do reopen, and I've been wrong about this whole thing every step of the way, I would think that they're going to have to wait until they can basically open it up with healthy people and try to get things back to as normal as possible. Otherwise, you're going to be walking around Disney World thinking about whether or not you're going to be sick the whole time. Like, you know, the whole the whole part of the magic of Disney World is leaving your problems <laughs> yeah, behind. Yeah, yeah. And if you go in there and there's tape everywhere about where you can go and how close you can be to the next person, you're not achieving anything that the Magic Kingdom is set out to achieve. Leave your worries behind. Come here. Have fun forget that it's $40 for a Diet Coke. Mm. <laughs> that that sort of thing, you know, is not their brand and they know it. So. Well, and you, you got to wonder too, I mean, from all, all things that the, the experts have said, one thing that Florida does have is the heat. So you, you hope that maybe Florida will come on board a little bit quicker than everybody else just because it will get warmer, you know, there in Texas and, it will get warmer, and supposedly that's what helps kill the virus is the heat. So you may, again, just who knows, but that's a that's a good hope that maybe maybe Florida will come around a bit quicker than, than the rest of us. Yeah, I, I guess as long as people aren't bringing the disease in and bringing it out, right. and just getting on an airplane right now seems scary with the and I'm, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I'm sure there's somebody listening right now that says there's no very, very little risk in getting on an airplane. I saw some airline was offering $8,000 to people who tested positive for the disease after supposedly riding on their airplane. Wow. So, But that sort of misinformation is also what drives people's decisions. And Disney World isn't going anywhere. So would you go in May or in June and risk getting sick in a place that's still going to be there 
six months from now? Are you still going to have the money to go, you know, after being out of work for so long? Will there still be anybody to work there after potentially thousands of cast members are furloughed? Is anything going to open on time? You know, they were pushing Ratatouille for a Memorial Day weekend opening. Hmm. You know, that's obviously off. If Epcot even opens before the Flower and Garden Festival ends, which is the first week in June, mm-hmm. will they extend that? Well, that, that? And with all of the money that's not coming in, they've got a ton of projects that now are on the back burner. It's, that, that was another question that I had is, do you think... Do you think we're going to see some uh, significant cost-cutting measures with some of these things? Obviously, Epcot is being completely restructured. Um, there, you know, there's construction all over the place, as it always is. Do you think there's going to be you know, kind of like what we saw with Toy Story Land? Are, are there going to? You think we'll see some some cost-cutting measures, maybe diminished quality of the finished product that we're going to see in Epcot, for example? Well, you couldn't make the Ratatouille ride any worse than it already is. <laughs> uh, um, that has certainly been Disney's M.O. in the past. They are slaves to Wall Street. They have to hit the revenue guideline. They have to hit the earnings per share. And if they don't, the stock goes down, and that's the worst thing for them. So you'd have to think that they will be making some pretty substantial pullbacks. It's hard to imagine what that means. You know, like back with the last recession, the most obvious canceled project was what became art of animation back when they let the other half of Pop Century, was it the legendary years? Right. Uh, Yes. And they just let that rot for five or six years and, then just built around it eventually once they had money again. So them abandoning projects is the precedent. How lenient Wall Street will be, I, I'm not sure. And in, in the short term, some of this, the losses are built into the price. Disney went from $130 to $79 over two weeks. So some of that is already built in, but those earnings releases, when you have no money coming in from anything but Disney Plus, you know, what what do you do? Right. You talked about how it's going to take a while to get ramped up. Uh, and, I, and I saw you wrote a little bit about what Disney did post 9-11. Are, are we going to see some significant deals offered by them, whether it's theme park tickets, hotels? to come back and just speculating here what do you think that may look like to get people to start coming back because as you said people are going to be uh people are going to be a little afraid to to rush back into that theme park well it, it depends on again how bad things get how many people lose their jobs they're talking about 32 percent unemployment and if you're unemployed, the last thing you're thinking about is going to Disney World, I would yeah. guess. So they offered free dining for people who were impacted, but they offered free dining basically for those dates last year. So they have not gotten aggressive yet, but 
since they don't even know when they're going to reopen, who knows? I would guess that they're going to have to be very aggressive to get people to choose to spend their travel dollars and internationally as well. A lot of the visitors still come from England and Europe and South America. And, and this, I mean, uh, this is obviously not just a Disney problem. This is, a, this is in any tourism uh, industry destination uh, beaches, you know, you name it. They're going to, we're going to have to see, I think a lot of people are going to be in that boat that you just described. You're, they're not going to have financially the means to take a vacation, to, to go traveling somewhere. Guys, do you have any other questions along this line or thoughts about all this just that i hope that everyone's hunkered down and hopefully doing well and and i know this is this is hard especially on a place like florida where they've got so many that are i mean not not just the disney employees but all those that are touched by disney like josh and Right. And other bloggers and vloggers and travel agents travel agents i mean there's so many people that that disney itself employs without employing and and all of them are all of them are suffering and, and we hope that that everything comes back soon but but in a controlled way so that like josh said earlier we don't want to bring people in that are sick and yeah and i don't want to be sick when i go down there so uh if anything happens to me between now and then i'll definitely cancel my trip so right but that's that's all i can think of josh any other speculative remarks you want to make predictions uh you are the all-knowing eye so (laughs) yeah i got out of the prediction game some time ago (laughs) but i i've been overly optimistic this whole time thinking that things were going to reopen that the quote unquote, the economy was going to win out, that we were just going to try to push through this thing. And it seems like at this point, that's just not going to happen. If the state is closed down through the end of April into May, that's 30 more days of closing and probably then a couple of weeks into June. So they say the virus is still not supposed to peak for three or four weeks. So, well, and it ain't great. I, I did have one other question, um, Josh. On your website, the uh, Magic Kingdom wait times—you currently have a hundred-minute wait for meeting Cinderella and visiting Princess at the Princess, Princess Fairy Tale Hall. Is that is that accurate? <laughs> there might be somebody waiting out there. <laughs> For, for Cinderella, I, there's, there's probably a good chance that is correct. But I appreciate you bringing up the one errant. Uh, <laughs> Josh, that's why we're here. He's going to be tweeting you now. Yes, Kurt. I know. I'm sorry. There, there's one, one incorrect um, entry in my wait time database, so it persistently shows that same wait time. But I guess it does offer hope for the future that someday we'll be able to get in a 100-minute line for Cinderella together. You're just providing hope to us. That's it. Yep. Uh, I have another question. I've got all kinds of questions. But how long can can Disney last with this? Uh, You know, I saw your friend had, had run a story, the possibility of Apple 
potentially buying out Disney. Do you see any chance of that happening? We kind of speculated that on our Monday show. How long can Disney sustain this? And I mean, it goes for any company, but Disney being such a big company that's losing so much money every day, is there a chance we see another business or corporation come in and purchase Disney? I'm... I don't have any specific knowledge, but it, it seems like a virtual impossibility that that would happen. Well, there you go, uh, folks. Why, why would you want to? Why would you want to take that on in the first place? Who has the money? You'd have to beat antitrust laws, and Disney's publicly traded. So, however, you'd have to convince the majority stockholders. It's possible that Apple already holds enough shares. I'm sure the story was at least somewhat thought out about who has the shares mm-hmm. and who could make that happen. But they've tried to take over Disney before. The market cap on the stock is still astronomical. And as CNBC points out every day, this isn't an necessarily an economic problem there's nothing wrong with disney they just need a couple months for this thing to blow over and get back to business and the government is loaning out trillions of dollars and disney is raising money themselves to help pay off some of the debt that they have so disney ain't selling well and you talk about long term uh, obviously, all this money that the government is handing out, there's going to be inevitably a tax increase that comes from all this, I think, personally, not to get into politics. But that's how, how is that going to affect people's bring home income, their ability to travel to Disney? That's an entirely further down the road wrinkle, I think, that's thrown in, into all this. But you heard it here, folks. Virtually impossible that Disney will get bought out. You heard it from Josh right here on the Grim Grinning Guys. <laughs> Well, how long have they been talking about Apple buying Disney? That doesn't make any sense for Apple. Why would they buy them? True. To get into the theme park business? Uh, yeah, well. Well, you got to realize, too, Disney is not just theme park. I mean, they, they are so much more. They If they need to, they can sell off other things they have before they get to the point of selling off the, the I guess, the the main piece of, the, of what Disney is. I mean, they could break down they could sell out abc they could sell off espn they could sell off a lot of little smaller businesses that they run and and deal with too so i mean that that would be probably more likely than than selling the theme parks i think disney's first priority will be to buy out easy wdw.com i don't think they can afford it (laughs) i think they can afford me now i'll tell you that well i I think what this is ultimately going to do though is it it is going to give disney you know, they kept raising the price, raising the price to see where that threshold is. I think this is going to bring some of that threshold out because like what Josh has said, the, the money's just not there for a lot of people because they've lost jobs. They've lost, you know, they're going to have to yeah. rebuild in order to take a trip, even with as a family. So I think Disney's going to see a, uh, a, a, sm- a small, smaller crowds for a while, uh, yeah. not just because of the fear of, of getting sick, but just because people can't afford it. Yeah. But uh, don't underestimate how stupid people are. A lot of people are going to be getting those $1,200 checks, and they're going to be putting it right in the Polynesian Resort Fund. That's a great idea. They can stay a couple of nights there, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Could, could they just send it to the uh, to the Easy WDW Fund? Could they do that? 
Uh, yeah, I can certainly provide my banking details. <laughs> <laughs> well, I speak for all three of us as yeah. as extremely wealthy DVC renters. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. This is definitely going to affect our ability to rent points. Yes. Oh, don't even talk about the DVC people right now. Oh, that's a whole other oh my goodness thing. And I, I, and I haven't followed that. I don't understand it. Uh, but you want to share some insight there? Well, there's just it's just going to be a big mess of of people not being able to use points right now, and yeah. and how long they're going to prolong that, and because that's already a complex system, and. And now you've shut it down for what, maybe two or three months. Josh, will that be your next article on how the DVC points are going to be spread out? That is somebody else's problem. <laughs> I've noticed you've never done an article on DVC renting, renting like renters like us. That I mean that could be an idea for a future article of uh, yeah the. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Josh, we uh, now now listeners, good. Uh, you know, obviously we're all searching for answers amidst this time, and I mean, we went to the source, the one person who may have those answers today, and even he's not sure. I know. So, well, it, as you guys have seen, and as everybody knows, this has just changed from day to day. Right. We've gone from not being worried about it at all to saying that 150,000 deaths sounds like a a pretty decent number to we could be closed down until july to maybe we won't even be able to start the football season on time so i i don't know well you're right it's changing not not just every day every hour uh it seems like and uh personally i i've almost exhausted myself trying to uh, you know i've looked at data all over the place and again i'm a history teacher i teach social studies so this is something that I, I think about more often than I should, but uh, as Josh said, it's constantly changing, and uh, we hope you're all out there staying safe, and, and we hope and pray that this passes soon enough. Uh, Josh, we appreciate you making some predictions with us today, sharing your insight. I had one other question. I'm sorry. Jo- Josh, will this will this have you bring back the crowd calendars for you to start doing that on a regular basis again? <laughs> And just put a zero for every day. <laughs> Somebody said I should do a crowd calendar for April and say that I'm 100% accurate. There you go. Well, that takes us to a segment we like to call... And guys, I know Josh is our guest, but I have a question. <laughs> We've had several questions. I, so. I have a question that I want us all to answer. Okay. okay. Well, Josh goes first, right? We'll let Josh answer first. Okay. Sure. All right. A lot of our listeners probably do read Josh's blog, and again, he's still a, a kudos to you, Josh, for continuing to crank out content. It is a bright spot uh, in in our day getting to read your articles, uh, even though things are on hold right now. Uh, especially, I appreciate you giving the Boneyard some love at Animal Kingdom. Uh, I know Derek and I, our sons, really enjoy the Boneyard. But what is something that you would like to see written about? On easyww.com over the course of the next couple of months, however long this goes, what's something you mean besides the Triple G personal profile? Right. What? You know, <laughs> That's a given. But, yes. Besides how you know the title of the article, how knowing Grimgrin guys has changed my life. How? What would you like? <laughs> I thought to it'd see? be more like the Grimgrin guys. What a sad occurrence going monthly. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I thought it'd be something like yeah. that. So Josh, we'll let you start. What's something you would like to do 
or write about on EasyWDW.com that maybe you hadn't thought about writing about before or, you know, just not not to give any spoilers out here, but what's something you would like to see on your site? Well, right now I don't have a lot going on, so I'm going back over some of my older content that I've published over the years and trying to consolidate it into a way that makes a lot more sense. So it, it's really a hassle to do, and I would love for it to be over. But by the time I'm done, like you'll be able to pull up my review of Backlot Express, and you can scroll through that post and see a picture of the actual item on the menu that I've ordered and tried and a review of it and update all of the other older information on the site which is what i'm working on now and i'll be very happy when i'm done for a long time i've thought to myself it would be nice if i could just press pause for a moment and for a month i should say and catch up and i finally got what i wished for (laughs) i have a couple of things can i share a couple sure sure one i want to see the long-awaited and anticipated lego land review Mm. And and Josh, if you need me to send you some notes or pictures, I can do that. Uh, we are actually planning a trip. We have a Disney cruise scheduled for October and also a three-night stay at the Legoland Hotel. So we're mm. looking forward to heading back down. Uh, it was significantly cheaper uh, than one day at Disney or two days. I can't remember. But uh, I'd love to see some co- some Legoland content. But also, I liked, uh, and you've done this before, I, I, I like some of your, I'd like to see you sh- share some of your old content just as like a throwback article. Uh, I, I started reading Josh's site in 2012. Uh, I just kind of stumbled upon it as I was ramping up for my, my, our first trip that we took in May of 2012. And I just seeing how much the parks have changed, you know, because you you, you'd go into strategy about paper fast passes and uh, it's just, I always love reading those articles about how the parks have changed from then to now, for better and for worse. Uh, so those are some things I would I would enjoy seeing. Yeah, I have always wanted to branch out to the other parks, but Disney keeps me busy, and it's really what keeps people interested. Legoland, if I were to show up there by myself, would be super creepy. <laughs> well, that's why you went with Bruin and I a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So I need a kid for Legoland, but maybe I can get one. You can go with us in October. All right. Craig, what do you want to see on EasyWDW.com in the near future? So I'm trying to think of something something good that uh, you're talking about in the future as in after the parks start back up or now during this time? During this time that he's trying to come up with things to write about and keep things spicy. Of course, I'm in, – in, I'm trying to think. Well, there, there's been enough things go by, uh, and it's really not. I mean, you do more of preparation and and how things are working, but I'm always the big nostalgia guy about old rides and how things are gone, and and just an article about some of the things you personally miss. That because my fuss is always, especially like um, Hollywood Studios, why they have to do away with something to put something else in when they've got so much land, uh, and I know probably all that is operational costs and things like that. But just a, a good article on some things that you personally miss that you really enjoyed they are no longer there, and, and just some, some thoughts like that. But for us as the readers to actually get to see the real Josh Humphreys. <laughs> oh, no, there's no chance of that happening. <laughs> 
that, that could be scary for a lot of people, huh? I might be able to come up with one thing that I miss if I really think about it. <laughs> There's so much, so much is taken out. Like I said, the Hollywood Studios, I, the Backlot Tour, I, I used, I understand Lights, Motor Action, Great Movie Ride, Great Movie Ride. Um, you know, you just had so many things that were taken out over there. But I can even go to Magic Kingdom and all the original stuff. But that was that was well before your your site started. But um, uh, I don't know how long have you been going to Disney, Josh? Before before you started your site. Have to go back so many thousands of visits. I can't imagine. But I actually looked back at a post the other day. I, I'm not sure how I got there. Probably most people aren't ever sure how they get to a post on my site. But I had forgotten that we had the Snow White scary adventure where yeah. Princess Fairy Tale Hall is. Right. Like I was there at the last day that was open, and I had completely forgotten that that ride was even a thing. So as a non meet and greet person, they did a nice job with Fairy Tale Hall, but mm-hmm. certainly that ride would be on my list of things. Yeah, see that's that's how I am. I mean, I, I love Toad's Wild Ride and and those type of things. That, that all the all the old stuff. The I always get around twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Um, you know some some of those things that they're no longer there. But that would be something I like to see. Just some nostalgia from you about something you missed that, uh, and you know, just kind of fill an article there. Derek? Josh isn't nostalgic, Craig. I know. <laughs> Just me. I'm having a hard time with this one because Josh put so much stuff out there anyway. I would love to see a time lapse of the Walt Disney World cupcake. Hmm. I don't know why. Huh. I'm just yeah, that would be that would be something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got one other thing I just came up with. I want to see... <laughs> I want to see an article, Josh, on all the pictures that didn't make it. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. Because I know you got several hundreds of thousands of pictures. Oh, yes. Yeah, they don't, they don't all land. It would be funny to take pictures of the cupcakes from, like, the exact same spot, kind of like taking a picture of yourself every day for, like, a year. <laughs> <laughs> like, put the cupcake on the on the same spot and take the picture would be pretty funny. That would be. And most of those would be on a trash can, right? They would all be on the trash <laughs> can, yeah. I got a couple more. Uh, Go ahead. There he goes. I, you, I know you talked about it on your podcast, Walt, Walt Love Podcasting, uh, an article about Disneyland and comparing, because I know you're you're very big on, on Disneyland. Uh, we have plans to go next summer, hopefully. But, you know, comparing, contrasting that to Walt Disney World and um, one that's just sar- super sarcastically positive, like totally opposite of who you actually are. Just a super upbeat, <laughs> fun time article I think would be great. Maybe I could find somebody else to write it. <laughs> uh, well, Josh, so you're, you're good to come back and join us again on Monday. Sound good? I would be happy to. I'll right. have to check my schedule. Well, we will just put you on hold here uh, and let you hold there until Monday. You want us to wait and let you check your schedule, or we'll get you Golden Corral to go and just All have right, them deal. knock on your Done. door. <laughs> deal. Well, Josh, thank you again for joining us. And as as we've said over and over, we we hope everybody's staying safe, and we hope that. All of a lot of you can be traveling to your your magical happy place very soon. Uh, as you leave, be sure to beware of the hitchhiking ghosts and hurry back. If you would like to join our jamboree, there's a simple rule that's compulsory.
for those men.